It's the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. And here's your host, that moderate-talking middle-aged man himself, Roger Stroop. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. I'm Roger Stroop. So last time was the first time I recorded an episode knowing that it would was going to reach a sizable audience, I have to say I've been very pleased with the reaction. So once again, I'd like to thank all of you for listening and, and supporting me, and I'd like to say thanks yet again to Kirk Minahan for, the, for his endorsement, and which got the ball rolling. Where that ball's headed, I'm not sure, but I have to say I'm very happy to be in a position to think about such things. This week, we're covering the charts of April 5th, 1997. It was Quite an interesting spring season that year. Maybe not as interesting as the one we're going through now, but... Anyway, the United States was shocked by the suicide of Heaven's Gate cult members in suburban San Diego. Canada learned that Calgary mining company Briex wasn't really sitting on a motherload of gold in Indonesia. In Britain, well, they were about to elect Tony Blair prime minister, ending 18 years of Tory rule. Here's a glance at the pop culture of the time. Movies released this month included The Saint, which starred Val Kilmer as Simon Templar, a character that had been made famous in a series of British spy novels and also a 60s TV series starring Roger Moore. Also out was the snake movie Anaconda and Volcano, the second lava-centric disaster film of of this year after Dante's Peak. And if you were more inclined to comedy, you could have seen a young Ben Affleck in Kevin Smith's Chasing Amy, John Cusack and Minnie Driver in Gross Point Blank, or Lisa Kudrow and Mira Sorvino in Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. On TV, the month began and ended with with significant events. On the 1st, April Fool's Day, the hosts of Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy switched places for a night, with Alex Trebek taking the wheel and Pat Sajak hosting Jeopardy. And on the 30th, ABC aired The Puppy Episode, an hour-long edition of the sitcom Ellen, in which Ellen DeGeneres' character came out as gay, which caused controversy, yet drew an impressive 42 million viewers. On the bestseller lists, readers were buying The Partner, which was the latest legal thriller by John Grisham, 3001 The Final Odyssey, which was Arthur C. Clarke's fourth and final space odyssey novel, and The Notebook the debut novel by future chick, chick-lit superstar Nicholas Sparks. And in nonfiction, the top sellers included Frank McCourt's recollection, recollection of Growing Up Poor in Ireland, Angela's Ashes, Murder in Brentwood, a look at the O.J. Simpson trial by one of its key players, LAPD detective Mark Furman, and A Reporter's Life, a memoir by longtime CBS News anchor Walter Cronkite. As far as music, I didn't find anything really important happening this month, so I went to a list of bands formed in 1997, and two all-female acts caught my attention. In Houston that year, there assembled an R&B group named Destiny's Child that would have a few hits here and there. And in San Francisco, an ACDC cover band formed called, what else, ACDC. I would say I bet if I saw them, they'd shake me all night long, 
but that doesn't work because apparently they only do Bon Scott songs. So instead, I'll just say those girls got rhythm. Okay, time for the charts. As usual, we'll start below the top 40s. This week, I'll start with a group I'd never heard of before, but their name made me unable to resist checking them out. I'm sure this won't be the last time that happens. The song I'm, gonna, I'm talking about was at number 54 this week. It's Ginger by David Devant and his spirit wife. Formed in Brighton in 1992, David Devant and his spirit wife were formed by four guys, none of whom is named David Devant. David Devant was a turn-of-the-century English magician whose signature trick was conjuring what he said was an apparition of a woman he called his spirit wife, but was actually an image produced by early motion picture technology. The band lived up to their namesake by incorporating magic into their live shows, and they eventually gained enough attention where they made the charts with this, their fourth single. Musically, Ginger is quite similar to the sound of the mid-90s bands who were classified as Britpop, only maybe on the funkier side. The lyrics are about the persecution of people with red hair, which has apparently been a particular issue in Britain for centuries, to the degree that the word ginger is still sometimes seen as a slur there. Here's, singing, here's singer Mikey the Vessel Georgeson's take on it. Do people tell you you're wrong? Won't let you feel you belong in their club? You're an outsider. And when they shout freckle face, it makes you feel out of place. You're in the dentist chair. Open wider. Have you got plans in your head? You'd wish, you wish they'd all go drop dead? Because they don't understand. They think you're from another land. Ginger, it's not the same for you. In another life, maybe we'll all be ginger and free. It's a catchy song about a topic I'd never heard depicted in a pop record before, so I'm very glad the band's name compelled me to look it up. Ginger got no higher than number 54. David Devant and his spirit wife would release two more lower-charting singles this year, but they never made the list again after that. They were the subject of a TV documentary in 1999, and they have put out four more albums the most recent being 2019's Cut Out and Keep Me. Mikey Georgeson has also made music on his own under the name Mr. Solo. Now we start the top 40s with a look at Britain's number 35, What Do You Want From Me by Monaco. Monaco were a duo consist consisting of Joy Division and New Order bassist Peter Hook and singer David Potts, who had worked with Hook on his early 90s side project, Revenge. When New Order broke up in 1993, Hook re reunited with Potts for this project. What Do You Want From Me was their first single. What Do You Want From Me is a kind of hybrid of the two bands Hook came out of. The opening bass notes and the more traditional rock instrumentation recall Joy Division, but it has more of the pop hooks found in New Order material. 
And to complicate matters, David Potts's vocals sound like an attempt to channel Ian Curtis on the verses, but on the choruses, he sounds a lot like Bernard Sumner. The lyrics, as are often the case, are about a breakup. And here are some of them. There is one thing that I would die for. It's when you say my life is in your hands. When you're near me, your love is all I need. Now I can't imagine. What do you want from me? It's not how it used to be. You've taken my life away, ruining everything. It all combines for some very good radio and dance floor friendly alternative rock from a guy who'd been making it for nearly 20 years at that point. What Do You Want From Me was down from its peak of number 11. Monica would have one more top 20 hit and release two albums before they broke up in 2000, just before Hook reunited with New Order. Hook left, left them again in 2007 to form the band Peter Hook and the Light. And in 2013, David Potts joined them on guitar. Now we make our first visit to Canada for their number 39 song, The Lines You Amend by Sloan. Formed in Halifax, Nova Scotia in 1991, Sloan released their debut EP that same year, and its grungy power pop, in particular the song Underwhelmed, created a buzz that eventually led to a brief moment where Halifax was seen as the new Seattle. They were signed to Geffen Records, and while their first two albums sold well and got good airplay at home, they didn't do much in America, and they left Geffen and released their third record, One Chord to Another, on their own Murder Records label. The album built on the group's domestic su success, with its first two singles reaching the top ten. The Lines You Amend was the third single. The Lines You Amend is jangly and peppy, with ringing guitars and hand claps. The upbeatness of the song, however, is in contrast to a lyric, which is about a friend's decision to walk into the ocean and drown. Here is some of what Chris Murphy sings. Said you'd found a way to end it peacefully. I remember finding shoes near the lake under a tree. And I'm sitting on the shore. I thought I saw your charm float by. It doesn't matter now, because all you wanted to do was die. If only you'd stuck around. I never would have made a sound. But now you're on the ocean floor, and I've opened up a brand new door. Brand new door. Swimming out to sea trying to find something else while I'm skipping stones and I'm listening to the shells. And I won't forget and I won't forget you if someone else comes along. I found the words you wrote, but I would not dare to quote. My friends, the lines you amend. Like what's so bad about dying anyway? It's bittersweet and affecting. Sloan were good at writing big hooks but this shows how effective they could be when they went low-key. The Lines You Amend didn't get any higher than number 39. They would score one more top 10 hit, and they have remained steadily active right up until today. Their 12th album, aptly titled 12, was released in 2018. Now we make our first stop in the States for their number 39 song, On and On by Erica Badu. 
Erica Wright was born in Dallas in 1971. She became involved in theater and music during childhood, graduated from a performing arts high school, and as a young adult, she taught dance and drama while pursuing her music career. She got signed to a label, and she released her debut album, Baduism, at the beginning of 1997. On and On was the first single. On and On was part of the late 90s neo-soul movement, combining modern production elements with a grittier, more natural singing style. The lyrics here are a blend of drug references, spirituality, and even a bit of science fiction. Or maybe that was a George Clinton shout-out. Here are some words. I was born underwater with three dollars and six dimes. Yeah, you might laugh, because you did not do your math. Like one, two, three. Damn, y'all feel that? Oh. Line one, two, three. The world keeps turning. Oh, what a day. What a day. What a day. The man that knows something knows that he knows nothing at all. Does it seem colder in your summertime and hotter in your fall? If we were made in his image, then call us by our names. Most intellects do not believe in God, but they fear us just the same. Oh, on and on and on and on. My cipher keeps moving like a rolling stone. On and on and on and on. All night till the vultures swarm. I go on and on and on and on. My cipher keeps moving like a rolling stone. On and on and on and on. Mad props to the god, Jaborn. It's a sweet little groove that makes you want to nod your head and just chill. It's always good to have one of those around to break up the noise. On and On was down from its peak of number 12. Badu would pick up a pair of top 10 singles over the next few years. She created controversy in 2010 with the video for her song Window Seat, which depicted her removing all of her clothes in Dallas's Dealey Plaza and being shot by a sniper. Her most recent release was a mixtape from 2015, but she has recently indicated that new music is coming soon. We stay in America for their number 22, The Dip by Freak Nasty. Originally from New Orleans, Eric Timmons moved to Atlanta where he became a DJ and producer. The Dip was the first single from his second album. The Dip is simple Southern hip hop describing a partner dance. How do you do it? Well, Mr. Nasty can probably explain it best. This goes out to all the women in the world, especially her. You know, it, it don't even matter your age. Don't even matter your color. Yo, fellas, I ain't forget about y'all. This is for everybody who like to dance. Just listen to what I'm saying and do it and take a chance. I put my hand upon your hip. When I dip, you dip. We dip. You put your hand upon my hip. When you dip, I dip. We dip. I put my hand upon your hip. When I dip, you dip. We dip. I put yours. You put yours, and I put mine. And we can get down low and roll it over and roll it round. Just get on the floor, like I said before. Y'all remember that down low? Just put a little dip with it. Now roll those hips with it. Pop it, push it, rock it, roll it. Can't control it? I can hold it. 
It's all in fun, so take a chance. Just get on the floor and do that dance, y'all. I know you like it, so don't try to fight it. Turn around, baby. Let me see it from the back. Yeah, I like it like that. Get up now. Roll those hips. Drop down. Double up on those dips. Freak nasty wanna see. Can y'all do this right upon me? Pretty simple. Not easy, but simple. I'm still lucky enough not to have back problems, but I feel like trying this might start some. The dip would climb as high as number 15. Freak Nasty's only other Hot 100 hit would come 10 years later with the song Do It Like a Rockstar. He hasn't released any music since. Now we're back in the UK for their number 27, Remember Me by Blue Boy. Lex Blackmore began his music career as a DJ working in Glasgow and London. In the early 90s, he worked with the popular electronic group The Shaman, and in the middle of the decade, he took on the name Blue Boy, and he made his pop breakthrough with this, his fourth single. Remember Me is an electronic dance track featuring a sample of American soul singer Marlena Shaw's song, Woman of the Ghetto, in which she delivers the line, Remember me? I'm the one who had your babies. Was it chosen just because it sounded good with the beats, or was it intended as commentary? It's hard to say, but it fits together well enough to distinguish it from a, not a lot of 90s club tracks. Remember Me was down from its peak of number eight. Blue Boy would have one more top 40, but I can't find any evidence of recordings he's made since. We return to Canada for their number 26, Make You Mad by The Odds. Formed in Vancouver in the late 80s, The Odds played the local club scene, then got a record deal after playing a showcase gig in L.A. Their debut album produced a pair of minor hits, but also impressed singer-songwriter Warren Zevon, who took them on, on tour as his backing band. Their second album got attention for the song Heterosexual Man, whose video featured both the band and members of the Canadian com comedy troupe Kids in the Hall in drag. But it was their third album, 1995's Good Weird Feeling, which produced the group's first four top 40 hits. The next year, the, they released the album Nest, whose first single, Someone Who's Cool, went all the way to number two. Make You Mad was the follow-up single. Make You Mad is a straightforward rock song over which singer Craig Northey sings about his contribution to what sounds like a di dysfunctional relationship. Here are some of the lyrics. Look outside, it's nice enough, but we'll stay in with all our stuff. This is dedication more than love. My cowardice is what you need, so your vanities can breed. Plant your flowers in my weeds. When I call you beautiful, it's because I can. And when you think I'm sucking up, I sort of am. The little lies that make you feel good, I say more often than I should. Because I'm a low-level rebel. I jaywalk to beat the devil. I'm no bass, but lots of treble. All the things about me are forced. A costume party, or compulsory course. So let's get right to the source. 
It's smart and snarky and catchy as hell. 90s Canadian rock was overflowing with cool bands that somehow didn't do much beyond our borders, and the odds are definitely one of those. Make You Mad would reach number eight, becoming their second and last top ten. The group went on hiatus in 1999, during which members pursued other projects. In 2004, Craig Northey teamed up with Gin Blossom's guitarist Jesse Valenzuela on Not A Lot Going On, the theme song for the popular CTV sitcom Corner Gas. The odds reunited in 2008 and are together to, to this day releasing their most recent album just last year. We'll be back with more after this. Now we're back. Now we're going back to Canada for the song in the number 17 position, Superman's Dead by Our Lady Peace. Formed in Toronto in 1992, Our Lady Peace had signed to a major label within a year, and their debut album, Navid, was released in 1994. The album was well-supported by rock radio and Canadian music TV station Much Music, and the song Starseed became a top-ten hit on the American rock charts, helping them land a spot opening for Van Halen on tour. They released their second album, Clumsy, in early 1997, and Superman's Dead was the first single. Superman's Dead is not about the 1992 comic book storyline about the demise of the Man of Steel, but instead is about the negative influence television has on young people. It's not really obvious to me, but you listen to some lyrics and see what you think. Do you worry that you're not liked? How long till you break? You're happy because you smile, but how much can you fake? An ordinary boy, an ordinary name. But ordinary's just not good enough today. And ow, a woo. Ow a woo, ow a woo, and ow a woo, ow a woo, ow a woo. Alone, 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 alone. I'm thinking, why? Yeah, Superman's dead. Yai yeah. Is it in my head? Yai Yeah, we'll just laugh instead. You worry about the weather and whether or not you should hate. Are you worried about your faith? Kneel down and obey. You're happy. You're in love. You need someone to hate. An ordinary girl. An ordinary waste. But ordinary is just not good enough today. Okay, maybe. And the sound of the song does nothing to discourage comparisons to Smashing Pumpkins that were commonly made at the time doesn't mean this isn't a good song, but it does make it less distinctive. Superman's Dead peaked here at number 17. Their next single, Clumsy's title track, would become their first number one, followed five years later by Somewhere Out There. The band has released nine albums to this point, and singer Rain Maida has had a significant career apart from the band, releasing a solo album, as well as writing or co-writing songs for Avril Lavigne, Kelly Clarkson, Hilary Duff, Carrie Underwood, and others. Now we go back to the USA for their number 13 song, I Want You by Savage Garden. Darren Hayes and Daniel Jones formed Savage Garden in Queensland, Australia in 1994. Their 1996 debut single went top five in their homeland, 
and the next year, I Want You came out in the rest of the world. I Want You is shimmery, bouncy pop about the giddiness one experiences when you're first attracted to someone. Darren Hayes describes the feeling like this. Anytime I need to see your face, I just close my eyes, and I am taken to a place where your crystal mind and magenta feelings take up shelter in the base of my spine, sweet like a chicka-cherry cola. I don't need to try to explain. I just hold on tight. And if it happens again, I may move so slightly to the arms and the lips and the face of the human cannonball that I need to, I want to. Come stand a little bit closer. Breathe in and get a bit higher. You'll never know what hit you when I get to you. Ooh, I want you. I don't know if I need you, but ooh, I'd die to find out. Ooh, I want you. I don't know if I need you, but ooh, I'd die to find out. It isn't high art, but it makes me loose and happy. I don't care if they look like two of the other guys in a boy band. This is a really good song. I Want You would hit number four in America, number one in Canada, and number 11 in Britain. Their third single, Truly Madly Deeply, would be the first of their two U.S. number ones. The group broke up in 2001 after just two albums. Darren Hayes had seven U.K. top 20s as a solo artist, but he didn't find much success in North America. Daniel Jones had a, pup, had a couple of post-Savage Garden musical efforts before leaving the industry to sell real estate. Now we head back across the pond for Britain's number 19, Rumble in the Jungle, by the Fugees featuring A Tribe Called Quest, Buster Rhymes, and John Forte. Lauren Hill, Pras Michel, and Wyclef Jean got together in South Orange, New Jersey in 1990. Originally called Translator Crew, the group changed its name to a short form of the word refugees in reference to Michelle and Jean being Haitian immigrants. Their debut album received positive reviews but mediocre sales, but their 1996 follow-up, The Score, became a worldwide blockbuster, powered in large part by their cover of Roberta Flack's 70s smash, Killing Me Softly. Later that year, the group teamed up with Queen's group A, a Tribe Called Quest and Brooklyn rappers Busta Rhymes and John Forte for a track from the soundtrack of When We Were Kings, a documentary about the 1974 fight between Muhammad Ali and George Foreman in Zaire, often referred to as the Rumble in the Jungle. Rumble in the Jungle is built on a sample of the 1977 ABBA hit, The Name of the Game. Many of the verses use the fight and Ali's upset victory as a metaphor to enhance their rhymes about pride and revolution. The last verse is the one that contains the most direct details about Ali and the rumble in the jungle. I remember when Cassius Clay flipped the script, taking trips to Zimbabwe. Africans started calling the god Ali Bumaye. It be the god-stricken, god-nutrition, lightly-stricken blow that make you feel like you was poison-bitten. Hey, yo, I'm about to blister you and your sister, predicting every ass-whipping before my fights. This be your last warning once you walk past the doorman. Ollie and Foreman gonna lock ass until the morning. Marvelous finances provided by Joseph Mabutu. Special guests of honor like the Arch Archbishop Desmond Tutu. We watched the rumble in the jungle. 
to see who be the targeted uncle to be the first to fall and fumble. Enough blows they get they getting thrown like solid milestones, internally shaking up and balance your chromosomes with the force of a thousand warriors. When I bust your ass, identify me as the Lord Victorious. It's a statement of unapologetic blackness that is perfect for a film documenting the greatest athletic triumph of an African-American icon. Rumble in the Jungle was down from its peak of number three. It did not chart in North America. After touring in support of the score, the three individual Fujis pursued successful solo careers. In 2004, they performed together at an all-star Brooklyn concert organized by comedian Dave Chappelle, and that seemed like the beginning of a full-fledged return. In 2005, they released a single and toured Europe, and the next year they did a free show in Hollywood. But relations between the group members deteriorated, and work on a new album was scrapped. There has been no indication of a reconciliation since then. Now to the top tens, starting with the number three song in the UK, Don't Speak by No Doubt. Formed in Anaheim, California in 1986, No Doubt was a ska-punk band led by keyboardist Eric Stefani and his singer-sister Gwen. The group landed a record deal and released their debut album in 1992, but it did not sell well, and a disillusioned Eric Stefani left the group to become an animator on The Simpsons. The group stayed with their label, but were allowed to independently release an album recorded in the garage of the house where they lived together. That record sold three times as many copies as its predecessor, which encouraged their label to send them back into the studio to record the album Tragic Kingdom, which was released in October 1995. The first two singles, Just a Girl and Spider Webs, were both significant radio hits. Don't Speak was the third single. Don't Speak is a ballad that Gwen Stefani co-wrote about the breakup of her seven-year relationship with the band's bassist, Tony Canal. And you can tell how personal the song is to her by how much she invests in lyrics like these. Our memories, they can be inviting, but some are altogether mighty frightening. As we die, both you and I, with my head in my hands, I sit and cry. Don't speak. I know just what you're saying, so please stop explaining. Don't tell me because it hurts. No, no, no. Don't speak. I know what you're thinking, and I don't need your reasons. Don't tell me, because it hurts. It's all ending. I gotta stop pretending who we are. You and me. I can see us dying. Are we? It's a genuinely heartfelt and heartbreaking breakup song. Don't Speak hit number one in the UK, Canada, and 15 other countries. It was also a huge radio hit in America, but because it was only for sale as a track on the album and not as an individual single, it didn't qualify for the Hot 100 under the rules of the time. The band had several more hits over the next seven years, then went on hiatus, during which Gwen Stefani launched a successful solo career. The group reunited in 2012 for a new album which produced one more hit, and they toured in 2015, 
But as of now, there are no plans for further recordings or shows. Gwen, I guess, is pretty busy with the voice and marrying Blake Shelton. Back to Canada now for their number six, Love Fool by the Cardigans. From Jönköping, Sweden, the Cardigans formed in 1992. Their debut album, Emmerdale, went gold at home. Then their next album, Life, produced three top 40 hits in 1995. But their real international breakthrough came when this song, Love Fool, was included on the soundtrack of the Leonardo DiCaprio Claire Danes version of Romeo and Juliet. Love Fool is an airy pop song about being in love with someone who might not be good for you. Singer Nina Persson delivers the lyrics sweetly, but with an edge of self-awareness about the potential for disappointment. Here are some of those lyrics. Dear, I fear we're facing a problem. You love me no longer, I know, and maybe there is nothing that I can do to make you do. Mama tells me I shouldn't bother that I ought to stick to another man, a man that surely deserves me, but I think you do. So I cry, I pray, and I beg, love me, love me, say that you love me, fool me, fool me, go on and fool me, love me, love me, pretend that you love me, leave me, leave me, just say that you need me. So I cry, and I beg for you to love me, Love me. Say that you love me. Leave me. Leave me. Just say that you need me. I can't care about anything but you. It all combines to make a pretty ir irresistible earworm. I don't know what it is about Sweden that seems to produce such songs so consistently, but between the output of ABBA, Roxette, Ace of Bass, and these guys, the country's got an impressive track record. Love Fool peaked at number three here and number two in Britain. In America, it had a similar fate as Don't Speak. Tons of airplay, but no commercial singles, so no Hot 100. The group had six more hits in the UK, but no more in North America. They haven't released any new music since 2005, but they still perform live, mostly in Scandinavia. Now we're back in America to look at the number two song, Wannabe, by the Spice Girls. The Spice Girls were created in 1994 when father-son impresarios Bob and Chris Herbert held auditions in London for an all-female pop group. Five women were selected. Victoria Posh Adams, Melanie Scary Brown, Emma Baby Bunton, Melanie Sporty Chisholm, and Jerry Ginger Hallowell. The group would eventually become dissatisfied with the Herberts and left for another manager, Simon Fuller. Fuller got them a record deal, and their first single, Wannabe, was released in the UK in July of 1996. It became an immediate smash, staying at number one for seven weeks. They had two more number ones before the year was over, and in January of 1997 they began their quest to conquer America when Wannabe was released there. Wannabe is strutting funky dance pop, on which the girls declare that any man who wants to have a relationship with one of them 
must respect and not try to tear asunder the group's deep, abiding friendship. Here's how they communicate that idea. If you want my future, forget my past. If you want to get with me, better make it fast. Now don't go wasting my precious time. Get your act together. We could be just fine. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I want to, huh. I want to, ha. I want to, ha. I want to, ha. I want to really, really, really want to zig-a-zig, ah. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Make it last forever. Friendship never ends. If you want to be my lover, you have got to give. Taking is too easy. But that's the way it is. Oh, what do you think about that? Now you know how I feel. Say you can, you, you can handle my love. Are you for real? I won't be hasty. I'll give you a try. If you really bug me, then I'll say goodbye. And apparently, zig-a-zig-ah is just a word the girls made up that has no meaning. Sorry if you assumed this was something dirty. Anyway, I thought... I always thought this song was just a pale imitation of Nana Cherry's 1989 hit Buffalo Stance, and I still kind of do, but it has grown on me as dumb fun. Wannabe was down from peaking at number one. Somehow it only hit number nine in Canada. The group would remain huge throughout 1997 and into 1998, even starring in their own movie Spice World. But in May of that year, Jerry Hallowell left the group to pursue a solo career. They released their third and final album in 2000, capping an amazing run that saw them score nine UK chart toppers in under five years. All the girls embarked on solo careers with varying degrees of success, and Posh Spice famously married soccer star David Beckham. The full group reunited for a tour in 2007, and again in 2019, a stage musical based on the band's hits, Viva Forever, premiered in 2012, and reportedly another film featuring the girls as animated superheroes is in the works. We'll be back to recap the top tens and look at one of the number ones right after this. Hello, Roger Stroop again. We all know that COVID-19 is hitting small businesses particularly hard. And I have first-hand knowledge of this, as my wife is a home-based music teacher. Right now, she isn't doing lessons at home, but she has been able to teach some of her students over the internet. Which got me thinking, you don't have to live in the St. Catharines, Niagara area to learn piano, voice, and or musical theory from Linda's lessons. I've told you before about her years of experience and many satisfied customers. I've also told you you can look up Linda's lessons on Facebook and see videos of her singing. You'll know for sure she knows what she's doing. So if you want to learn music and you think you'd be more comfortable learning over the internet, take a look at the Linda's lessons page on Facebook. At the very least, you'll hear an amazing singer, my wife, Linda Quick. Thank you very much. We're back to look at the top tens, starting in Canada this time. Number 10, Dark Horse by Amanda Marshall, the Toronto singer's fourth top 10. 
Number nine, Discotheque by U2. The Irish superstars and their surprising turn into dance music. Number eight, Precious Declaration by Collective Soul. The Georgia Rockers' fifth top ten up here. Number seven, Abuse Me by Silverchair. The biggest hit for a trio of grungy Australian teens. Number six, Love Fool by The Cardigans. Number five, You Were Meant For Me by Jewel. The second hit by the folk pop singer from Alaska. Number four, Every Day is a Winding Road by Sheryl Crow. The Missouri-born singer-songwriter's fourth number one hit, North of the Border. Number three, A Long December by Counting Crows. The second Canadian number one for the hippie-ish rockers from Berkeley, California. Number two, Falling in Love is Hard on the Knees by Aerosmith, a fun sleaze rocker that marked the band's return to Columbia Records. And the number one song in Canada this week was One Headlight by The Wallflowers, the biggest hit by the band fronted by Bob Dylan's son, Jacob. Now let's check out the United Kingdom's top ten. Number 10, Gotta Be You by 3T, the fifth hit for the three sons of Tito Jackson, who recorded for Uncle Michael's label. Number 9, Encore Une Fois by Sash, the first of three number twos for this German dance act. Number 8, Hit Em High by Monstars, rappers Coolio, Be Real, Busta Rhymes, Method Man, and LL Cool J rhyme as the evil alien characters from the movie Space Jam. Number seven, Free Me by Cast, the fourth top ten for a Britpop band from Liverpool. Number six, Bellissima by DJ Quicksilver, the biggest hit for a Turkish-German DJ. Number five, I Believe I Can Fly by R. Kelly, another song from Space Jam. Number four, North Country Boy by the Charlatans, the third top ten for a West Midlands band whose height of popularity spanned Manchester and Britpop. Number three, Don't Speak by No Doubt. Number two, a double-sided hit, Mama and Who Do You Think You Are by the Spice Girls. This was number one, number four for them right out of the gate. And Britain's number one this week was Block Rockin' Beats by the Chemical Brothers the second and last number one for a Manchester duo that was at the forefront of the late 90s electronica scene. And finally, here were the top 10 hits in the United States of America. Number 10, I Believe I Can Fly by R. Kelly. Number 9, For You I Will by Monica another Space Jam song, and the fourth top ten for an Atlanta R&B singer. Number eight, I'll Be, by Foxy Brown featuring Jay-Z. The biggest hit for Brooklyn rapper Inga Marchand, with some help from Beyonce's future husband. Number seven, Unbreak My Heart, by Tony Braxton, the second number one from an R&B star from Maryland. Number six, Every Time I Close My Eyes, by Babyface the sixth top ten for singer and producer Kenneth Edmonds. Number five, In My Bed by Drew Hill, the first top ten for the Maryland group fronted by future thong enthusiast Cisco. Try saying that five times fast. Thong enthusiast, thong enthusiast, 
because it's not so hard. Anyway, number four, All By Myself by Celine Dion, the Quebec Divas hit cover of a 1970s Eric Carmen ballad. Number three, You Were Meant For Me by Jewel. Number two, Wannabe by the Spice Girls. And the number one song in the USA, and this week's spotlight number one, was Can't Nobody Hold Me Down by Puff Daddy featuring Mace. Born in Harlem in 1969, Sean Combs first entered the music industry in 1990 as an intern at Uptown Records. He became a talent director there, helping to launch the careers of Jodeci and Mary J. Blige. After being fired by Uptown in 1993, Combs hooked up with the Arista label to create Bad Boy Entertainment, and his first signing was his recent discovery, Christopher Wallace, a.k.a. The Notorious B.I.G. The success of Biggie's debut album, Ready to Die, made Bad Boy a major player, and helped the man now often referred to as Puffy or Puff Daddy, an in-demand producer. In February of 1997, he, re he released his first single as lead rapper. Can't Nobody Hold Me Down features a lot of boasting by Puffy and his bad boy protege, Mace. The song bor borrows prominently from Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five's hip-hop classic, The Message, as well as Break My Stride, a 1983 hit by One Hit Wonder and future No Doubt producer, Matthew Wilder. Here's a lyrical sample. Don't push us, because we're close to the edge. We're trying not to lose our heads. Ah-ha-ha-ha-ha. Ah, Broken glass everywhere. If it ain't about the money, Puff, I just don't care. That's right. I'm that good fella fly guy. Sometimes wise guys. Spend time in H-A-W-A-I-I. -I. Mace, can you please stop smoking? La-la. Puff, why try? I'm a thug. I'm a die-high. I be out in Jersey. Puffin' Hershey. Brothers ain't worthy to rock my derby. Though I'm never drugged, I'm the venom in the club, G. Though I know the thug be wantin' to slug me, uh-huh. Could it be I move as smooth as Bugsy? Yeah. Or be at the bar with too much bubbly? Come on. Yo, I think it must be the girls want to lust me. Or is it simply the girls just love me? Brothers wanna rock. Rock the rolls. Rock my clothes. Rock my ice. Pull out Glocks. Stop my life. Uh, I'm like, damn. How these guys got their trust? Used to be my man. How are you going to plot on my wife? Do you think you snake me because they hate me? Or he got his PhD. Player haters degree. Ahaha. Ah. Can't nobody take me, my pride. Can't nobody hold me down. Oh no. I got to keep on moving. You'll note when I, I said the word guys, there was another word that was actually there in the song. I'll just leave it at that. Anyway, Puffy proves to be a capable MC, and Mace does well himself. With the possible exception of that line about money hanging out of his anus. How did no one question that? Combs might get a lot of flack for re relying heavily on familiar hooks from other people's hits, but he chooses them well. You can't, you definitely can't question his commercial instincts. Can't Nobody Hold Me Down spent a total of six weeks at number one. 
However, Combs couldn't completely celebrate the song's success, as just a month earlier, Biggie Smalls was shot to death at a Los Angeles intersection. In response, Puffy teamed with bad boy artists Faith Evans and 112 on the song I'll Be Missing You, which debuted at number one in June and stayed there for 11 weeks. Since then, he has had multiple hits, launched the Sean, De- launched the Sean John clothing line, appeared in several movies, opened restaurants, put out a brand of vodka, and has overseen a business empire worth three quarters of a billion dollars. So what can we say about the pop music of April 1997? Well, Canada had quite a few alternative rock bands doing well on their national charts. There was plenty of room for peppy, catchy pop, even from places as far-flung as Australia and Sweden. Hip-hop hits could be throwaway dance tracks, conscious historical statements, or not-so-humble brags about wealth and fame. And it helped to be associated with either Space Jam or Matthew Wilder. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. As always, if you like what you've heard, share, subscribe, and or leave a review where you found it. You can also leave feedback on the Facebook and and Twitter feeds, both of which are at Mr. B. Glovehead, or on the blog post for the episode, which is at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. As always, there's a companion YouTube playlist for this episode, which I link to in the show notes. All lyrics quoted are for purposes of discussion and review. No infringement is intended. Next time on the show, it's more chart action. This time going all the way back to 1971. I look back at the songs that were big when I was two months old. Until then, thanks again for listening. I'm Roger Stroop, and I'm so bad I make medicine sick. Stay safe.